Hey everybody, welcome to another uh, episode of Stock Talk. Uh, my name is Amon Reyna, I'm an investment co-chair at Sage Investors and this is episode 35. Uh, well, we were well into the whole Brexit thing, we're a good week or so into it and it seems like the skies are still blue and the grass is still green. Maybe not in my house, actually, it's kind of brown, it's kind of a, a bad scene there, but we're, we're into this now. And so the question now, and I'm looking at this from an investor perspective, if you've got stocks in your portfolio, you're looking to buy stocks, you're looking to build a portfolio, like, okay, what do you do? What do I do? How do I deal with this? Should I like be uplifting my life to, to deal with all this Brexit nonsense? Um, so that's pretty much what I want to talk about, is sort of kind of mind map some ideas about how to go forward with this whole... Um, new world order that seems to be emerging. So to understand where to go, how where we need to go, or what things we need, what paths we, we might need to travel, we should take a look a little bit about where we've come from. And so, one of the things, uh, if you followed, if you've been following Stock Talk uh, a few episodes ago, I kind of mind mapped some scenarios in terms of what would happen if the you know the Brexit vote voted to get out or to stay, and through various scenarios. And so the but one scenario was if they voted out then we would probably see a lot of hysteria in the markets. We would see stocks like fall under major pressure. We would see the currencies, namely the pound, take a real hit. And then also we would see a flight to quality going to like more safer havens like the US dollar. And that's pretty much how it shook out, and especially on the first day, on the day after. And either way, there was going to be a lot of hysteria in, the, in play. And sure enough, it played out. The question I had, and I was in the market, I was buying stuff because those are the times where I look for great companies and people companies get thrown out with the bathwater and so that was the time where I jumped in and I bought stuff the question I had at the time and I tweeted about this a little bit too was was you know is this thing gonna stick is this is this uh, malaise gonna stick and to me I kinda gave it the two-day rule because it was on a Friday and so I figured if we had another really crappy day on Monday after a weekend of like you know hand rigging and climbing the wall of worry then you know we could be into a, a longer period of really bad stuff happening so Monday was bad but it wasn't horrible and then we started to hear some of the musings from the central banks saying okay you know what we're gonna be jumping in if things get really bad we're gonna jump in and we're going to print money and we're gonna lower interest rates and we're gonna stabilize this whole thing and apparently the stock market just loved it because since then it's just been going straight up and that seems to be the playbook these days in the last four or five years at any time we enter some serious uh, so-called crisis point um, central banks will come in there and start you know smoothing the waters over and start talking a good game in terms of lowering interest rates printing money and everybody just seems to get a nice happy feeling it's kind of like almost like a shot like just getting a shot of Red Bull or a shot of you know B1 or whatever it is or something even more nefarious um, that seems to be the plan and it seems like it's exactly shaken out and so since then stocks have been just shooting right up and it's almost like you could have got fell you could have like literally slept through the whole thing the last 10 days and did nothing with your portfolio and you'd be probably slightly ahead um, it's almost like men in black it's kind of like look at the little pen you know look at the pen and you know everything in the past didn't happen to you that's just that's the vibe right now um, that's gone through it so the question is that's where we are and so now the question is where are we going? So how do we? How do you mind map? How do you think your way through the the what's what's out there? So really, there's two you know constituencies we got to think about. First one, we got to think about the real world, and you know right now 
the, the big impact of this whole Brexit thing is just there's, there's been such a huge political vacuum. You've got people resigning left and right. You've got uh, you know EU and the British government and all these people like posturing for for positions, saying you know what if we're going to have a divorce, you're not going to get everything you want. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be messy. People are just like establishing positions. So that's the real world right now, and that's creating a lot of angst and uncertainty with businesses, which is natural. If you don't know what the rules of the game are going to be, how are you going to like make investment decisions? How are you going to make capital decisions about where you're going to invest your shareholders' money? So that's one side of it, and that's creating a little bit of malaise. But the other side of it, which seems to be taking a lot more um, precedent or take more value right now, is what's happening in the financial world. And really right now, the big thing right now is with uh, the flight to quality going to U.S. dollars, um, U.S. dollar is going up, and so what it's actually done is it's you know the big talk we've been talking about, and we've been talking about is, is like when is the Fed going to increase interest rates, and with all this Brexit stuff now, that that concept now is just literally it's given the Fed in the U.S. a total excuse to not do anything. They have the excuse now. It's like, well, we could do something. We could increase interest rates, but you know what? This whole Brexit thing it could get really ugly, so we'll just kind of like hold back and see how that thing shakes out. So. The whole interest rate concept now is just gone. It's out of the table. Um, what we're seeing now more is not necessarily about interest rates going up. The discussion is about interest rates going down. So the ECB is talking about interest dropping interest rates uh, lower. Bank of England now has talked about lowering interest rates. And now we're hearing things about negative interest rates, which is already out there in some parts of uh, Europe, but it might be a real hardcore thing uh, happening. Uh, so if interest rates drop and lower, that's going to create a short-term, you know, I wouldn't surprise me to see stock prices just continue to go up from here. Um, even set records. We're close to record levels again. And don't get me going on that. Um, so if stock prices are going to go up, potentially go, can go up. If the, if the U.S. dollar continues to appreciate in value, then you potentially you're going to see uh, things like oil uh, commodities, oil, um, gold perhaps, um, go down because there's usually an inverse relationship between the U.S. dollar and commodity prices. So if the U.S. dollar goes up, then chances are commodity prices are going to fall. So again, use that mind mapping what could happen. Now, this whole uh, you know lower interest rates concept, I still don't agree with that. And because it's just inflating asset prices and just setting our stage up for a really more violent um, crash down the road in stock prices. So that's that's to me that dynamic just I just makes me really feel uncomfortable so what's gonna happen so what can you so how do we think our way through making investments decisions? so in the short term we know that with interest rates staying low or even going lower that the environment in the short and medium term is for is there for stock prices to keep going up so now you know frame your investment decisions accordingly um, from a medium to long-term perspective Having a higher U.S. dollar is not exactly a great thing for the U.S. economy because it's going to make their exports more expensive, make them less competitive in the global marketplace. So potentially we're going to see if the U.S. dollar kind of takes a, keeps flying, uh, lifting up a little bit, that we could see the U.S. economy slow down. If the U.S. economy slows down, that means profits slow down. If profits slow down, then it's not good for stock prices. So that dynamic is there with a rising U.S. dollar because of this Brexit thing. But... We've got this other little thing going on here right now, which is the U.S. election. And we've got a guy out there who could potentially become president who's a little bit, you know, not may not be with the whole program. So that might create pressure on the U.S. dollar, too. So it's a very, very, it's essentially what we've come back to is after all this stuff that we've gone through is we're back to pretty much square one, which is living in a world of low interest rates 
where we have central banks just printing money left and right to prop up um, what they think is an economy that's in the dumps but is really just doing okay and it's just like pushing on a string and uh, to me it's just the stock market has just become now it's just returned to that level that game of musical chairs where everybody's just walking around they know they need to be in stocks because there's nowhere else to go because interest rates are potentially zero to negative so people are going to put money into stocks and they're going to put money into companies like uh, cereal companies I just saw one for I forget the company's name but um, cereal manufacturer and everybody's telling me that nobody eats cereal anymore because Millennials don't can be bothered to eat it uh, pouring milk into a bowl of cereal but yeah if you look at their stock price it's like through the roof. So that's the kind of mindset we're on right now where investment decisions are not being made on fundamentals, they're being made on just the fact of uh, hunting for yield. And so that's kind of like the mindset right now um, with this whole Brexit thing is it's just created that status quo mentality with respect to interest rates and fund flows and searching for yield. So it's, it's a, you know, it's, as much as we worried about the political on that stuff of it, but from an investment financial point of view, really what it's done is just perpetuated the status quo. And so when you're framing your investment decisions, it's just really good to go through this mind map exercise um, to see, okay, what can happen if this happens and this plays and happens. But so right now, it just seems like um, the one thing I'm currently going to be keep watching on really more closely is the currencies. The currencies seem to be the ones that are going to drive this, specifically the direction of the U.S. dollar. If it goes up, that means uh, you're going to see potentially interest rates stay where they are in the U.S., but you're going to see exports uh, take a hit, and which could potentially, from a long-term perspective, could impact profits and stocks. Um, if the U.S. dollar goes down because of uncertainty maybe with the U.S. election com uh, coming up, then you could potentially see an environment where the Fed might want to um, increase interest rates. Uh, it might give them that slight window, but again, hard to say hard to tell but that's kind of the mindset right now going forward after we've dealt with this whole um, Brexit thing so that's all I got for it with all I got for you today uh, if you have any questions drop me a line on my uh, web uh, website www.sageinvestors.ca you can hit me through uh, Twitter too you can DM me through Twitter through my uh, uh, handle at Sage Investors I tweet about all the different market observations of the day and as well as my own personal investment decisions that I make and that I'm trying to fight my way through so uh, please uh, please follow me. Um, that's it for today, another edition of Stock Talk. My name is Amin Reina of Sage Investors, and we'll catch you again.